With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. You're listening to Up Late with Mace. Now with 100% less trolls. <laughs> One day you will truly learn how to play the guitar, sir. <laughs> See, if, if, if not for being right on cue, the moment you said, all right, we're doing this shit, and you hit the button, I drop my pick, and I can't find it. <laughs> oh, God. Well, then you record. So I'm like, I'm, like, looking around my chair, and then I sound like I'm, like, elsewhere. I'm, like, leaned down under my desk. Because I was looking for the pick. I'm like, got to find it, got to find it, got to find it. And then you're, then like, you, like, gave the button, and I'm like, shit. You're like, shit, I'm going to have to finger walk this. <laughs> yeah, which is what happened there. Because <laughs> you're like, all right, we're doing this. And like, as soon as you said it, man, it like flipped the pick out of my hand. I'm like, fuck, where'd it go? <laughs> all just, right. I just found it, so. There you go. Well, in case you missed it, folks, this is Up Late with Mace. And, of course, I'm your host, Mace. And let's see if we can get through this week without being doxxed. <laughs> all right. Uh, of course, with me in the studio are my good friends, Keith W. on music. Yeah. Hello. And of course we have Petty Fan in the hizzy. Fuck yard work. Yeah, you said that on Twitter already. No, I said fuck foliage on Twitter. It was generally the same idea. I knew what you meant. Yeah, I, I, if you're a fucking tree hugger, I don't want to know about it. And of course, Tagalix, who is not Petty Fan, is also here. Nervously hides rainbow wig and, and Jen belly button. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That, that's that's one of those magical trolls. That's not the same thing as a tree hugger. Fuck off. No, I was going about the first, the thing Max said at the very top of the show. Oh, oh. yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, no. said less trolls. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I've got my cats here to protect me. I don't think about that one. <laughs> Am I the only one who actually got that immediately when you said I know one other person in the listening audience got it. <laughs> <laughs> Cat size. <laughs> there we go. All right, all right. Now, uh, hmm? After they will steal your breath while you sleep. Damn right. Uh, <laughs> Dark Excalibur Wolf is technically here, but he's uh, out and about for the moment. <laughs> all right, well, let's get this show on the road. Let's start with the news, Keith. Um, so, all right. I, I've uh, acquired on audiobook The Cleric Quintet, which is one of my favorite book series by Iris Salvatore that takes place in the uh, Forgotten Realms campaign setting. Mm-hmm. And I just finally finished... Uh, I've already read the books once, but of course now it's, it's interesting listening to someone else read them to you. So I got the audiobook up. And this guy does a great job for the most part. He's good with the voices and stuff like that. But there are words that it's like, I don't understand why you don't know how to pronounce this. Um, and what's worse is like a couple of times where the word is obvious and it's the context that apparently eludes him. Uh-huh. So one of the words that he mispronounces is, is macabre. Every time that word comes up, he says macabre. And I'm like, I want to punch him. But what made me just like stop short, I like stopped the book and I had to go tell Kelly about it, was at one point he says, he says their, their glee was short-lived. <laughs> and he didn't do this once. He did it twice when that phrasing came up where it said something about something being short-lived, and I was like, what is wrong with you? Are you drain-damaged? I was like, you couldn't guess the context and pronounce that word properly? Apparently not. Um, well, short-lived makes sense in the context of having a short life. But no, he's talking about... Right. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> 
Um, see, I can't, I, I can't use the term brain damage anymore without thinking about Bill Cosby. Okay. <laughs> but so, so last weekend, uh, I'm going to keep the details out of this, but I'll tell you a little bit, uh, a little bit enough. We had a, we had a friend who does fire performance and he, uh, he got injured and, oh. uh, uh, he's going to be all right. Uh, he spent a couple of days in the hospital, second degree burns. He's going to be okay. Um, it was just, it was a, a mishap and I just say, you know, everybody keeping in your thoughts. Sure. Yeah, that's pretty serious business right there. Oh, boy. Moving away from the somber notes, mm. I got my next pages in for Girl Power, and I've got one of them done up, and I've got one more to finish. For, uh, and I'll be square again on that, my once a month for, for Dave B. Nice. I keep hoping that one day he'll read Ship in a Bottle and decide that it's worthy for his link section. Yeah. With all the other things. Work it up there, but one of the big criteria I've noticed, and needed to say this, I'm just I'm just observing well, that I'll, most, I'll, I'll, most I'll, hmm? you drowned out there. Deep? Am I alone? Yeah. So did you? That's great. Hey, Welcome me? to the Zero Fault Podcast. Hello. Um, hello. Hello. I, I can hear you guys now. You're me. Yeah? All right. Can you hear me? Yes. Both. <laughs> Hi. Are you guys hearing me? Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to get back. I was going to say something from, from Dave B. earlier. What? I was That's great. <laughs> Love when we start the show without incident, and then it just evolves from there. So, yeah. Tim, can you hear me? <laughs> Tim, can you hear us, please? Tommy, can you hear me? <laughs> Oh, you're you're back to being like crystal clearer again, Matt. Matt. You were kind of like fuzzy for a second there. That's great. It's probably because I'm on Wi-Fi. <laughs> probably. Um, anyway, you were saying about Dave B. Uh, I talked to Dave uh, yesterday, uh, and one of the things talking about was was he's so frustrated because he hasn't had time to do anything other than work on the comic. Right. Uh, he hasn't had a chance to read anything. He hasn't had a chance to catch out on books. I mean, the little bit of the time he has is he gets to hang out with his wife. Um, but, yeah, what he told me was theory for his things on his side is it's something he has to read and enjoy. Well, well so. I was going to point out that uh, to maximize that effort, uh, we probably need to have more than 25 comics in the queue. <laughs> yeah, probably. So that's why I haven't been pestering him about it. I, I dropped a line of interest and left it at that. Yeah, and he, he did say something to me about it, but, I mean, beyond having time to read, I mean, that's as far as it went. <laughs> and, yes, Tim, we definitely were all stuffed in lockers. That's the dirty secret of what just happened there. Yeah. Some of us more than others was what? Stop. <laughs> uh, uh, did you have any more news? I'm sorry, that whole fiasco with the, hello, we're getting there, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm trying to think if I had anything else to say now that everything has kind of wandered off into like the wild blue yonder yeah. <laughs> butch casting the Sundance Kid riding off into the sunset right now um, except that's a metaphor for being ruthlessly gunned down by me the Mexican federales <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> sorry spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that uh -oh. that goes for both history buffs and people watching the uh, movie with Robert Redford. And oh, yes. And, uh, yeah, I have one other thing that's on this. Uh, I finally made it into season nine of Bones. Oh, good. So, yeah. For comparison, what is the current season? Ten. Uh, ten, I think. I think yeah, current, ten. I think ten. I think, well, actually, ten just ended. Yeah, season eleven is the final. It's supposed to be the final season. What, and they're going to cross over with Supernatural. I don't get it. 
I don't get it. I thought <laughs> I it was either, it, or no. No, they've. I mean, they've already they've already crossed over with one other show, or two other shows. I think. I know at least one. They they crossed over with the Finders. Isn't that the show that went thirteen episodes and then pooped? Yeah. That's and one what of, you call a botched promotion. Yeah. <laughs> well, pretty much everything that's tried to spin off of Bones crapped out. Well, it wasn't a spin off; it was its own thing, and they just kind of crossed over. No, they did a they did a hidden pilot in Bones. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because I was like, reading like, about like uh, that one start like that one thing they did in Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, I did stumble across something truly phenomenal. And give me a second; I'll get you the name. Mm. It's a a Tumblr blog that somebody has. Oh yes, I know this, this sounds so horrible all of a sudden. Um, that let me find it. Damn it! It's a character from Deep Space Nine. Uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Uh, it has like the the ridges the ridges on his neck and down his face along his nose. Are you talking about a cartoon uh, character? Uh, yeah, specifically uh, Goldicott. Goldicott, go. okay. Mark Colimo is the actor okay. who plays him. <laughs> okay, Goldicott, it's somebody has a Tumblr that is uh, images of Goldicott paired with Zap Brannigan quotes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> uh, was that the one where um, uh, his second-in-command, Damar, is uh, a role of... Uh, um, um, fuck, what's the alien guy's name? On future, help me out here. I can't either, but it was like... Yeah, but yeah the whole entire blog... Um, yeah, uh, I can't either, but it's been devoted to... Not Star Trek, future... We are roboting again. Oh God. Yeah, it, it wasn't me. <laughs> I yes, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's it's basically Kiff. Yeah, I said Kiff. Kiff, yeah. Kiff is the yeah, it's basically gold. Yes. <laughs> We've gotten out of the news. But yeah, it's basically paired off with even the quote the names. <laughs> for the posterity, I will, I will, I will, I will share the blog link with everybody because it is really funny. <laughs> I made it with one head. Can you hear me? I feel it. Can you hear me now? It's Cape.
bad case of the mutagen. Hello. There we go. We're and back. here and here as a host talking to everybody. We're unmuted. Don't think, now. Mac. We don't pay you for that. You don't pay me for it. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so there, yeah. Let's 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 move on with the news. Yeah, moving on. We we lost Dark, but that's okay. He's he's still eating or something. Who knows? All right. So who's hey, is the next? Petty fan, you're up. Go. Oh God, damn it. All right, so Monday got a letter from the city about our grass and stuff being too long. So in the high heat that we've had multiple days with heat indexes over 100 degrees, guess you've got to go work on the yard work. Oh, my. Yeah. Don't you wish you had a real job now? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if I had a real job, I could pay a motherfucker to do this. So, yeah. Uh, so that's been fun. I seriously want to go punch somebody at City Hall in the throat. Like, repeatedly without relent. All right, then. And in other news, I finally have a sleep study scheduled. So hopefully this time they can see about treating my sleep apnea. But I have to wait till October for the sleep study. Ugh, that's awful. Yeah, but that's what you get when your hospital has a monopoly on the area. One sleep lab, six beds. That sounds suspiciously like two girls, one cup. Uh, or five guys, one brun- one bun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this something new that I need to not know about? <laughs> No, there's a restaurant called Five Guys, and they mainly serve, like, hamburgers and hot dogs and stuff like that. It's so really bad. It just sounds like a metaphor for eating ass on train. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, my running <laughs> gag whenever we go by there is Five Guys, One Bun. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't lying when I put on the uh, on both on the Patreon and the Indiegogo campaign. Up late with Mace now with a hundred percent more <laughs> inappropriate and offensive commentary. Hey, at least I'm doing it this time and not during MSP or Fragment. Oh God, dude! <laughs> I, well, I, I thought Adam was gonna. So I thought far. Adam was gonna hang up after that Ted Cruz remark. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel as a as a Cuban born Canuck. <laughs> God. Which in the grand scheme of things is not really that offensive. It was bad enough. It's a mm-hmm. quite least offensive than some of the shit he's actually said, so mm-hmm. good on you. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. We lost we lost Tim Fisher. I asked him if he was coming back and I got no response. Yeah, I got nothing either. Oh, well. I got nothing. But, yeah, I'm done with my news. Next. (laughs) The Galax. I got a whole lot of not much going on here. It's been pretty hot and unpleasant, and I had a stomachache today, so I couldn't do some of the chores I was planning on doing. Uh, We have our basement most of the way waterproof now. I think it's actually completed now. So this weekend, we're probably going to have to move all the shit we had to take out of the basement so that they could waterproof it back in. Um, so that should be fun, especially since I believe at that point it is still supposed to be in the high 80s. Um, other than that, uh, not a whole lot going on. I'm kind of baffled by the Newt and the Red Ash Kickstarter, but who isn't, apparently? I have no idea what you're talking about, so you'll have to educate me. <laughs> Uh, it's a video game Kickstarter that was not doing well, and then four days before the Kickstarter was due to end today, they uh, announced that they'd been fully funded by some studio and that the Kickstarter thing was going to be going towards stretch goals now, but it's probably still going to fail, I think, and I think this is still kind of against Kickstarter's terms of service. Awesome. On the plus side, it means we're getting the game, which we before, so that's maybe nice, but... They should have done I'm flex. Kind of, they should have done flex funding on Indiegogo. Oh. I'm kind of baffled by the entire thing. Well, this is the same people who did Mighty Number no. Nine. Interesting. So, 
So right when the hell are we getting that game? <laughs> uh, September. Um, yeah, that's about to say September. I forget that it's been like three years since that thing passed. Uh, but yeah. I'm still waiting for Shantae Half-Genie Hero. Uh, the demo is out, and that's pretty fun. But yeah, they could, see, they could basically come out with the final version. Not a game make. Right. Well, see, the problem with that one is that they started kickstarting their second one not just slightly, which is what they're doing with Red Ash, but long before their previous game was out. Like, it was out long enough that it was out, so they started kickstarting that, they kickstarted Half Genie Hero so far before the Pirate's Curse came out that when the Pirate's Curse came out, I was confused for like a day because I thought I was supposed to get a Kickstarter code for it. Right. Because I kickstarted Half Genie Hero and I thought that was the next one to come out. Ah. As far as I know, they're still taking PayPal donations for like, guys, get this fucking game out already. I, I, I think that has a sort of schedule for later this year, but I'm not sure. Last I heard, I think it was fall. I, you know, I was skeptical about um, jumping on the bandwagon with um, what is Igarashi's new Castlevania ripoff, Blood Bloodstained. Bloodstained, yeah. Jamie jumped on that right away, and I, I was I was going to add the extra forty dollars so we could get the collector's edition, but I kind of missed the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm really tired of uh, backing projects that I have to wait two years for. Yeah, yeah. I think Bloodstained has a timeline, but I don't remember what it is. March of 2017 is when it's supposed to come out. Ooh, wow. Well, game development takes a long fucking time. Yeah, no, no, that's true. And at least they were upfront about it with this one instead of being like, oh, it'll be out any day now. Oh, wait, we had to make the game a lot better because the Kickstarter did really well, so it's taking forever. Well, and that was the main thing was that they were waiting to see what the final numbers were before they uh, before they committed to anything because they had a very, very ambitious slate of things that they were going to do depending on which stretch goals they hit, so... Yeah. Bloodstain. Bloodstain didn't have that many. Bloodstain didn't have two right. modes. There's a there's a lot of stuff uh, there's a lot of stuff that they had added on. Well, I mean the thing was they had a lot of extras that they were going to cram into the game if they hit certain stretch goals, and a lot of yeah. stuff never got revealed. We have no idea what it was going to be because we didn't hit those stretch goals. So. For Bloodstain, they they hit everything. They were they were trying to come up with new stretch goals at the last minute. Really? Because I thought there was like stuff for like you know turn in fifty fan arts on Tumblr and stuff like that that wasn't had nothing to do with how much money they made. They no, they hit everything. I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay, well let me do, let me double check. And let for anybody who on. thinks they're who's thinking that they might be bored by this whole conversation, keep in mind that uh, this podcast is about anything and everything. So. <laughs> 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 video game uh, is, is under the umbrella of everything. <laughs> we got Wii U port, asynchronous online multiplayer, Vita port, orchestrated tracks, online challenge mode, third playable character, prequel minigame for okay. PC and console. Don't read the whole list because remember those blocks that had all yeah. the 8-bit graphics in it? Each block, and of which there was like 16 to 24 of them, had four goals for each one. So <laughs> that's a lot of goals. I get the idea. If they hit all of those, I, I, it's because I wasn't paying attention. I mean, hell, we're what, oh, yeah. we're what now? Uh, T plus five months into the campaign. <laughs> so uh, they, yeah, they did complete all of the uh, social all media, of the blocks, which is decimal wallpaper. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm I, yeah. I was talking with uh, Ronan dude on DeviantArt. By the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna forego my formal news section and just chatter for tonight, in case anybody missed it. Um, but uh, I was talking with Ronan dude over on DeviantArt, and he yeah. had, and one of the things that I commented to him, or was well, one of the things that was kind of implied in my conversation was that the Patreon is doing is it's enabling art uh, and Indiegogo by extension Indiegogo Kickstarter and all that stuff is it's allowing average creators like myself and several of the people who listen to this podcast and people we've interviewed on the other show, it's allowing us to bypass the traditional gatekeepers and go directly to the public. So whereas in the past, 
you had groups of people who became successful and didn't want to share the top of the heap with everybody as gatekeepers to separate the wheat from the chaff. Well, what they were really doing was, yeah, it's lonely at the top, but nobody wants to share. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of the reality of the situation is like the idea that, that money is a finite resource. And at one time, this was kind of true. You had to have, you had to have some kind of hard currency back in the day. There was only so many dollars in the world, so to speak, and there was only so much silver and gold to back it. Nowadays, money being a virtual commodity, have infinite money out there if people have. Yeah, because money is all based on the comparative value of your money to other people's money that is based on the comparative value of their money to yours. Mm-hmm. You know, so the idea that Financial resources are limited is only correct in a in a limited worldview, and being able to put your pro- product directly out to the general public has had a profound impact on projects seeing the light of day that literally ten years ago would never have made it. Mm-hmm. Because you well, had, that, that, had you had to have some person or group or entity, and their personal sensibilities decide that your project was worthy of being green-lighted. Well, the latest thing on Kickstarter is people who have been working for video game companies who want to keep making a certain kind of game, and the company says, no, we don't want to make that kind of game. It says, fuck it, I'll do it ourselves. Right. The the inverse uh, uh, edge of that blade is that there are things that, that are coming out that people are throwing money at that probably shouldn't exist. You know what? That's not for us to say. That's us acting like reverse gatekeepers, though, if you think about it. I mean, if, yeah, if, somebody, if somebody wants it and wants to throw their money at it, it's their fucking business. Uh, you know, I, I'd much rather... $50,000 $50, potato salad. Fuck off. I, you know what? I would rather... I would might like that asshole dentist who needlessly murdered a lion. Yeah. Yeah. I paid out of town on a rail. I would rather spend my You know, I, I have no interest, you know, you know, spend your money how you want. That's what I say. But if you're going to destroy something that hurts everybody, then you're on my shit list. So, list. <laughs> you're, you're on my I couldn't give a shit list. <laughs> uh, I do have something. I do have something pertinent to to put forward. Uh, I know Mac, you do the convention scene and stuff. Yeah, go. For um, it. I don't know. If, I don't know if Tim does or not. Um, but there's a a big change coming uh, if you accept credit cards. Um, uh, the banks are already in the process of doing this, but they are pushing out uh, and really and basically issuing new cards to cardholders have a security pin. And the standard card readers do not uh, do not necessarily read all of these these cards. Yeah, they're smart, Simul- smart chips. Yeah. Simultaneously, it is also uh, it, they are they are lumping the the responsibility on the merchants um, as opposed to the financial institutions that issue the cards for fraud cases. Which means that if you do not have the new technology to properly accept the cards. If a fraud if a fraud event can be traced back to a transaction that started with you or the one who is financially responsible, not the card issuer, um, that is set to roll out in the next few weeks. Now, in order to pair off with this, PayPal and Square and into it, other uh, agencies are are a new card reader. Read them with the smart chips. However, they're running around fifty bucks a piece. Depending on what they use, and they are all due out for the final transition October. It's the it, they're blaming holders for. No, they're blaming merchants for failure okay. to properly secure the information, which basically is it, it makes sense, but it doesn't. Um, I mean, when you, if you have a PayPal swipe, which I do. Um, and I swipe someone's card, and somehow, some way, someone accessed that information from my phone uh, or a tablet or whatever, and they 
started utilizing that person's information. I am the one who was financially responsible. Yeah, I, I knew this was coming down the pipe for a while. Uh, or had to go through uh, PCI compliance check. Yeah, uh, back in March. The, the new federal law is that if you don't have smart chip readers by October, this you're not in compliant with federal compliance with federal law. Mm-hmm. Huh. Bank debit card. I wonder what will happen with that. They will add a smart chip. Well, that's- Chases are yeah. Chases are Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say is all the all the card issuing institutions are issuing new cards to cardholders. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, it, people it, it, already yeah, already putting them in the mail. I just recalled it is a Visa card also, but it's from TD Bank. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, they, yeah, like basically the bank. Even to be, you know, to get the cards like that, a Visa or Mastercard debit card, they go through a third party who is basically, you know, uh, like Chase or whatever that issues the card for the bank. That the, the a lot of the handling of that. Because I went through, I went through that mess. I went through that mess with with, with the last bank that I banked with when they they changed franchises. Uh, they went from having a, a, a an in house Mastercard debit card to a third party Visa as a debit card. Oh man, California was listening for a minute. And yeah, hung up. I uh, I didn't say anything about it. Feed the trolls, but yeah, I was gonna say hello, California. I wonder, I wonder how many people. Hello, like California. California. How are you doing today? <laughs> yeah, they tried Thank to get on the call. Well. Thank you very much. We um, fuck you, Liz. I I tried to. I have the I have this the call set up by default to not allow people to call in without approval. So that's why we're muted when we start. That's that's why we're muted when we start. So all right. Well, I I thought I would share that because that I mean that affects uh, us who work cons and stuff. So does that mean I'm going to need to put another debit card thing into Amazon? Well, yeah, your bank is going to send. You may not have a different number, but they will issue you a new card that has the chip in it, which is going to be interesting for online transactions because a lot yeah. of a lot of them do manual inputs uh, thanks to their computer mm-hmm. system, which means yep. that they never actually see or read the smart card. I think there's yes, going to be right. significant enough backlash against this that the that the credit card holders that the credit card companies aren't going to be able to duck out of the fraud out of taking responsibility for the fraud. And that's something interesting about what these, I use my card for is online stuff. Yeah, I was going to say something interesting about these new card readers is is they are substantially larger devices. Uh, yeah, I, I was Walmart with, yeah. here has them. Yeah, but I mean, even for 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 the mobile for the mobile credit card re, uh, readers and apps, they have a whole the whole device as opposed to just a swipe. Um, I've been looking at paper. Not necessarily. Uh, we our swiper at, at the business I work at has a slot in the bottom of it that you stick the card into, and so the pin yeah. pad that most like Sam's Club has been doing it forever. Um, they actually last year issued new they canceled their discover card and went to mm-hmm. mastercard and which i have and it has a smart chip in it. it's my first credit card that has smart chip in it and uh, they've been doing it for quite some time and their readers are less than spectacular because nobody understands you got to stick the card in it there yeah Can I take it out now? Those, those, uh, yeah but that's what i was going to say is like the the new devices they're, they're bigger they're more cumbersome but they like the two that i've seen for square and and paypal have physical keypads. Oh, you know, right. it's, it's a it's a it's a larger device, you know, which is what So are they like Bluetooth connected or do they still plug into the headphone jack? Uh six and one half a dozen the other, right? I assume. I don't know because like, the devices have not been released yet. Um mm. I'm not convinced I'm not convinced that Bluetooth is fully PCI compliant anyway because people can sniff your Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I figure yeah, I figure that it's gonna, gonna be, be a bad uh, idea. Yeah. That I figure they're probably going to be like similar to the old devices using a four uh, four conductor pin connector. Mm-hmm. Well, the the one the one we have for the the ancient square that we have is uh, is a headphone jack. It uses yeah, a, that's a four conductor uh, pin. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I guess we'll have to order a new one. Yeah, like I said, they're not cheap. The square ones are fifty bucks, forty-nine dollars. The PayPal ones, as far as I can tell right now, the ones that they're showing for the UK because they haven't released the US version, are forty-nine ninety-five pounds. Um, yeah, well, here, here, yeah, well, here's the here's the thing though. You know, pay fifty bucks uh, one time for this new device, uh, avoiding chargeback fees and. Uh, yeah, uh, and fines priceless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for everything else, there's Mastercard. Now, where's my motherfucking check? Anyway, I thought I would, I would, like I said, I would, I would throw that out there, or else convention workers. And... Well, that's good to know. All right. Well, we do have some news about uh, Indiegogo, Patreon. Uh, oh Now we're at five hundred and. Forty dollars on the Indiegogo out of sixteen, so we have one hundred and ten dollars more to go. Now I don't know where the fuck vlog this thing to make people actually pay attention to it because the fan of bottle have contributed. I'm going to let out a little secret here. One of the contributors has made like four separate donations. <laughs> Just so you know. I'm not sure how that works with Indiegogo. Uh, they just they just pick you. Um, oh, they do. Each each additional donation is uh, is uh, is treated anonymously, or rolled into a total for the one donor, depending on how you did. So we've really got six donors, maybe seven. <laughs> I don't know. I post it on Tumblr occasionally. It's just weird because there was there was so many people who've been supportive of shipping a bottle. Um, originally, Peppermint Saga actually had more appeal than shipping a bottle. So when I said that my beloved artist from shipping a bottle wants to do an episode of Blue, I thought that we would probably hit a hundred percent on the first day. That was. Me. Maybe they just don't. Maybe they were in it for the plot. Really? Do I need to eject you from the call? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm 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 in shipping a bottle like fifty percent for the plot, which okay. is really high for porn. Okay. Well, I, I can I can live with that. Uh, yeah, but, and I'm uh, only in for the deep lore. <laughs> <laughs> it gets real deep. <laughs> Uh, that's that's everything. Point, see, it's almost yep. like Dark Souls. Oh. That could be taken... The deep, the depth thing could be taken several ways, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some could say it's deep drilling. Others could say it's because you need your hip waders to get through the plot. <laughs> uh, you have to dig deep. Well, you know, this time around, I, it, this time around, Pritio and I actually worked very closely to properly redesign the characters. Uh, in this, in the upcoming page on Friday, you're going to see that uh, you're going to see the costume that Ship should have had from the beginning. I designed a new costume for her in Chapter Three, and subsequently, no artist has gotten it exactly right. How close is it to what Shante wears? Not even remotely. That's probably good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On account of you know, genie ladies wearing the same out or wearing similar outfits is. It, it seems to me that every artist that worked on it after Tiranchan left the series tried to put their own signature move on it, and it. And you're, and you're and you're sitting back in the management booth saying, "No, please, seriously, I'm trying to keep an iconic." image for this character so that it's recognizable and not have them changing clothes all the time. Right. And and I said I said, you know, there's a there's a reason why I just threw in a random three quarter full three quarter body shot of ship at the end of chapter three. And that was because when I redesigned her costume I, I was trying to convey I was trying to convey something very specific. And that is that ship is a genie who sort of absorbs various elements of the time period she's in. 
Mm-hmm. And it becomes yeah. a permanent and it becomes a permanent part of her because she is immortal and timeless. Okay. So the idea was that she would have different costume pieces depending on what period she was living in uh, or what periods she has lived through. So she's still got harem pants, but then you've got this uh, sort of interesting bikini bottom, and then you've got the the underboob vest with uh, it, it has coin fringe, but then she also has a cravat, which is very 17th, 18th century. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I gave her a pillbox cap, which was supposed to be a throwback. It was supposed to be a throwback nod to the series I Dream of Jeannie. I even altered the color scheme of her outfit. So we'll see if Pretty O lands it closer to that, because that's what she, if, if, for those of you who are at the $5 and above, by the way, I've changed the Patreon. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, those of you at the $5 tier and above will now get the preview sketch for each week's page. You can see an inkling of that. Also, I insisted that I despise Jeannie Harem shoes. And so... Hmm? Sandals, then? Okay, the one with the curled toes thing? No. It's, yeah, the pointy toes thing? Dude, there are some of you who are in the Patreon at the appropriate level. You can see it right now. I know. We, uh, I gave... I told uh, I told Pritio to give her boots like Sailor Jupiter, who happens to be my favorite Sailor Scout. <laughs> that is somewhat Sailor Waifu. Uh, less Wait, what? delicate than some, but no, uh, hers are still more delicate than Uranus's. So. Mhm. So we gave right. we gave her Sailor Jupiter's shoes. She still has harem pants. It's actually if it, if the color scheme is done right, it will actually look pretty nice. Pritio said it was a it was an interesting design and that it was considerably more fashion-forward than uh, a lot of genie outfits, uh, which we thought was cool. And I said, what we want to do is, as the series goes on, nudge it more and more towards modern. Like, if, you, if we want to invent a, you know, female-empowered harem tracksuit <laughs> for Shift's default costume in the future, that, you know... Uh, Lycra is in. <laughs> it was kind of the direction that we were going with this. So the ship will start adopting some new accessories to her outfit that, as she gets closer and closer to 2015. Smartphone com- smartphone holder. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. That- she'll, probably, she'll probably replace her, uh, her, her clapping gesture with Tapping on a magical magical cell phone. <laughs> Out of curiosity, what do you hate so much about the curl toe slippers? They look terrible, and they make people look like clowns. So they just look terrible. Yep. I think yeah. the vast majority of shoes do that one way or another, but. Oh, it's possible. And I, I don't know. I just didn't like. Huh? What? I think that um, in in uh, in modernizing her. You should give her a card with uh, with a little chip in it. In order to make wishes, uh, Alan has to insert it in her butt crack. As long as you, as long as you don't make yeah, her wear. You just stick it in and then leave it there for a couple of seconds, and the transaction will happen. And then you, <laughs> then you pull it out. You okay, and eventually, eventually her. Pull out immediately. Say, for a bit. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm saying eventually her, her genie bottle will turn into a Nintendo cartridge and just somebody has to blow in it. Uh, gotta clean, gotta, gotta, like, get the Q-tip and, like, clean the contacts. Oh, God. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's, is it unlike the previous model where she had to run the car across her taint? Wow, dude. <laughs> no, it's not the that you didn't Yeah, seriously. <laughs> the, real question, the real question is, is it a top loader or a side loader? <laughs> it's a front loader. Oh man! <laughs> Are these the shoes you don't like? Uh, like the, it's the first Google result, and it's also like the most stereotypical color. Uh, I don't know. I've, 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 I switched out my mouse for an Apple mouse, and I can't right-click anymore. Oh man! Freaking Apple No. Or at least it shouldn't. There it goes. I had to hit the control button. She's kind of high healing for no reason. 
I don't know, but for some reason the selling point is something like, you know, you can tiptoe bare feet. Comparable, compatible with the... Ah, damn it. Thanks for jacking me up, guys. <laughs> Sorry. You're welcome. <laughs> was laughing too hard there, and I oh, did no. the wrong thing. I'm just trying not to jack you in another direction. Whoa. Oh, man. Oh, shit. He's going to be on here. <laughs> you people are awful. I meant down. Yeah, I can't get it to copy and paste. God fucking damn it. Well, life must be hard being you. <laughs> That's not a big deal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I was doing it wrong. <laughs> Forgot I was on the Mac. Mac on a Mac? Oh, hey! I knew that was coming. Everybody's glad they tuned in this week. Yep. Oh, yeah. Some quality. Some quality. Like, compositions. Well, even bad quality is quality. <laughs> of a sort. Actually, actually yeah, it's not the one you want. Might might be interesting to make a reference to Mace OX on something. <laughs> yeah, these are kind of the kinds of shoes. Tira Chan drew her in these shoes, and I just said, nope. You got to draw her in simple shoes, put her in slippers, but don't put those little horn toed bastards on her. I think sandals are pretty appropriate, too. No, you should give her, like, the kung fu slippers. <laughs> anyway, where the hell was I going with this? I don't know. All right, well, 110. Ship, ship's character design is weird. I guess. I don't know. We were, so anyway, we were nudging it more towards the design that I came up with in Chapter 3 that everybody else said, oh, the hell with that. Well, it is a more complex design than... I'm not making excuses. I'm just... That, I, that's have a, I have a general... I have a, I have a general rule. If I can do it and pull it off, it's probably easier than you think. Mm-hmm. Because although I'm a, I, I, I have some artistic talent... I'm not exactly what you call artistically brilliant. The pillbox hat slash fez is certainly an appropriate touch. Mm. I know it's not actually a fez, but it's supposed to be reminiscent of a fez for, like, I dream of genie purposes, I believe. No, she was actually wearing a pillbox cap, you know, kind of like Jackie O. Right. But I think it's that, but I think the way reason it fits in a genie is because it's vaguely reminiscent of a fez, like a small one. I'm not really sure what they were going for on I Dream of Genie. I'm pretty sure that a 2,000-year-old Persian genie would not have blonde hair and blue eyes. They're probably going for racist stereotypes. In fairness, it's a 2,000-year-old <laughs> Persian genie, not a 2,000-year-old Persian human. I, I don't think it makes she much difference. She could have been the cutting edge of fashion back then. <laughs> It's it's also interesting that uh, that the producers of that show were absolutely convinced that uh, unless Barbara Eden dyed her hair blonde, that there was no way that she would be able to uh, convince the American public that she was a, a legitimate genie. So I guess, I guess so, what I mean. Sorry. So she used her natural hair color when she was playing evil genie, which is what dark. Yep. I guess I guess what I mean, Mac, is that I don't think a, a blonde Persian genie is significantly less likely than a Persian genie with blue hair. Well, that's anime hair. That has nothing to do with anything. But the, I gave her the darker skin and the green eyes because that's slightly more likely. Well, the, the blue is just one example. I mean, I wasn't even necessarily. I mean, I was. No, I know. I, I knew you meant it at me. I took it personally. Hello. I have a genie <laughs> character with blue hair too, and it's because she's a genie. <laughs> Specifically, she's a married genie, so she does water stuff, so her hair is blue. Could not resist being a duck. <laughs> uh, right, something in the pussy. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, I do have a splaining problem. You got some explaining to do. F H R I T P. Fail. Well, now that we've achieved full podcast fail without the help of trolls, 
Maybe we should have left a few of them in. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Yeah. Hitler, 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 Confederate flag. Anyway. We could ruin all this shit ourselves. Thank you very much. That's right. We don't need any fucking help from you, Internet. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Very fine on our own. We're going like, to come back next week. We're going to come back next week, and the channel's going to be like up late with dicks. And we're like, the fuck, guys. <laughs> I was watching a re- I was watching an older episode of At Midnight, and one of the comedians just said they were talking. I think they were talking about conversation killers and the hashtag wars or whatever it was. And they go, you know, I hate to bring this up, guys, but I think Hitler was right on a few things. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> well, apparently, never mind. Never mind. We go in and talk about Mike Huckabee, but I think people would want to destroy themselves. Oh. So what's the latest joke about that is is that the Republican Party now is split between people who hate Hitler and people who closely identify with him? No, people who think Obama is Hitler and people who like Hitler or something like that. Yeah, they can't decide which one they you know, which one is gonna be the dominant side of things, I guess. I don't know. Lost it. There was a, it was a it was a meme picture of Mike Huckabee, of course. Uh Probably on one of those trolling groups like uh, Barack Obama's Werewolf Army or something. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, on Deepian Art, there seems to be a resurgence of Teco Kamen artwork. Well, I mean, I think of worse things to have fan art of, but uh, is there a new series of that? Uh only relatively speaking and only live action. And the only version of live action I care about is the one starring uh, Maria Ozawa. <laughs> Which I have not been able to find any significant amount of footage of. Huh. That didn't look the like... Show it. or of her? Well, there's yeah, one step. Dude, just go to Spankwire and type in Maria O and O. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> yes, I was I was pointing out the uh the the clock members that it is it is that time. So we have to end the show now or else they won't have an end theme. Ah, uh, the hell with the end theme. It's already past nine o'clock. <laughs> you just want to keep going now, you're just like, ah fuck it, whatever. Well, we had that loss of time and everything else, so I'll just go and the show. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> But we're not quite there yet, so... All right. Hell with it. Bryce, uh-huh. I can't find it. The hell with it. I need to rewatch those movies here soon. Yeah, apparently Jamie's never seen the Major League movies, so we're going to we're gonna rectify that situation. I'm like, you don't have to know baseball to like this movie. Yeah. It helps, but it's not required. Hey, Black Hammer. <laughs> yeah. You you don't need to have a intimate understanding of the infield fly rule to get major league. Yeah. Something I, something fly something something zip. I had a weird experience with this, to where in '94 when I was 17 and I watched the sequel the first time, I was like, oh fuck! I waited five years for this. <laughs> um, and when I watch it, when I watch it now, it's infinitely more enjoyable. I don't know what difference 20 years makes, but I don't know. Maybe I'll... Um, loosening your morals? Maybe when I pass 40, I'll find Adam Sandler movies funny again. Speaking of Adam Sandler movies, there sure was one of those. Oh, God. There's always one of those. You know Yeah, what? but this one is about video games. You know what? There's only two movies... No. Yeah. There's only this one has fan service for video games that's terrible. There, there's only two movies that Adam Sandler ever did, well, three actually, that I give a shit about. And anything after that is just varying degrees of sadness, in my opinion. And that is Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, and Fifty First Dates, which, by the way, does have a pretty substantial creep factor. I admit this. It, it does, yes. But it was cute, and the heart was in the right place. And amazingly, the psychology, the the, uh, the 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 physiology and the science behind it wasn't completely wrong. This disorder does actually exist. Yeah. Okay. Ten second, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Tom. Yeah. 
I, I thought it was cute and it wasn't as ham-fisted as some of the other bullshit that he's pulled subsequently. Now, you know, movies like Click and Jack and Jill? Yep. Oh, man, I just recently watched the Red Letter episode for Jack and Jill. <laughs> and it ends with the most with the most on-point, like, parody of you know what's, like, what's what Jack fucked and up? Jill is. I'm gonna say what's fucked up is I actually watched the Red Letter Media video first and then watched the movie in reaction to it. <laughs> Why would you do that? Like the end of that. Hmm? You do it to make fun of it. More or less. I know, but it seems like it'd be just be so dull. You know, after I've watched the nostalgia critic reviews of quite a few horrible things, I've learned I've learned that everything worth knowing about that film was covered in the Nostalgia Critics Review. So, generally speaking, where Harry Plinkett goes, I don't need to follow. This is true. You don't want to meet Henriette Plinkett. Oh, God. Yeah, well, she was wrapped around a tree, according to the story. So, if I met her, it's because I'm dead. Or a time traveler. I just love the dumb... I just love Hold their dumb like product placement like Saint parodies where they're like they're like oh no listening to these t- to these two talk gives me heartburn and then he turns or he just turns to the left and the camera slowly pans left along with him and there's just a single bottle of Pepto Bismol sitting on the shelf yeah. and he drinks and he takes like a sip of it while like t- uh, paying close attention to like make sure the logo is still visible and then he just says in the most deadpan voice ah. Relief. It's, it's so good. Was this an actual Plinkett episode? It was. Uh, it was a half in the bag episode. Oh, okay. Like it's all like uh, the only red letter media stuff I've I've really gotten into is that and um, best of the worst. There aren't that many actual Plinkett episodes. I was surprised when I. Was first trying to get into that. I think they don't want to overplay the gimmick. Oh, I'm, that that is totally a logical reason for it. I was just surprised that it was really only like a handful. Besides, there's only so many times that a guy, even a guy with his level of personality issues, can say that something is the worst movie ever made <laughs> before, before he starts losing credibility. Right. <laughs> Well, just the looks on their faces on the title card for Pixels is enough for me. <laughs> They're like, um, what am I looking at? I just feel like Adam Sandler gave up a long time ago. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I, and I was especially turned off when all the Native American extras walked off the set of his last movie. <laughs> The fact that he came out with yet another big budget movie so quickly on the heels of that piece of shit that I never even saw advertised. That's that says something right there. Well, I'm pretty sure well, he's apparently, in large apparently, part doing this to get his friends jobs. Well, yeah, he, because he, a lot of those, his friends are failed SNL like people. Well yeah. You've seen this the stuff talking about his own reaction to the end result of pixels and stuff, and he's just like Oh, so wait, he didn't edit that piece of shit together? Apparently he was not pleased with his this last movie. Well, that's an- well that makes everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, so that makes it even worse. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. All right, well, I'm going to call the the time of death on this podcast right about here. No, it just means that we'll be returning to Limbo until next week at this time, and hopefully we don't have very many technological failures that will cause dead air to be the new content. Yes, Tim, I stole that from your show. Dead air. Famous last words. (laughs) Next week on Up Late with Dicks. Wait. (laughs) Why not another podcast? Next dick on Up Up Maced with Lates. Oh, boy. Wait, what? All right, well, until then, this is uh, Mace Palladino saying thanks for listening and please don't sue us. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.